Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Patty. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to share with you how you can raise your vibration, which is now this almost this cliche, generalized thing that most people are familiar with. Um, but I feel like it's similar to our last podcast when we talked about the New Year's resolutions and how that's become kind of a cliche and therefore many people don't take it seriously. But, you know, we're living at a time where there's an opportunity to drastically influence and elevate our vibrational frequency. And what does that really mean? It means a, a better life on all levels. If you look at reality, at, like we live in kind of a, a, a dualistic reality. There's both light and dark, obviously. Raising your vibration brings in more light to all areas of your life. Lighter emotions where you feel joy, bliss, uh, a passion, love, compassion, excitement, those kind of higher vibrational emotions to a deeper degree and more often. It brings lightness into your, your body where your body has more energy, and, and more vitality, more health, more life force. It brings lightness into your relationships where there's less of the, the conflict and the arguments and the, and the strain. It's more of the, the feeling of connection. It brings light into everything, basically. So it really is a serious thing that we don't oftentimes talk about. So anyway, Patty and I thought we'd share with you uh, seven ways you can raise your vibration. And they're gonna, some of them, I think a lot of them, we try to pick ones that you haven't heard. There's a lot of obvious ways to raise your vibration that most people know. But we're going to share some things that maybe you haven't thought about, that you might not be aware of just how much they influence positively your vibrational frequency. Are you ready to rock, babe, or what? I am ready to rock. Okay. I'm just surprised that there's seven things and not five. I had five, and then I was doing my, I was dancing around the room prior to this, <laughs> as I do. It's a thing I do. And I two other ones popped in my head, so... Cool. We're going to go with seven. Lucky number seven. Yeah. So the first one the is, uh, I wrote down deep healing. I always say to people, the fastest way, a lot of people, they want, they read like a blog and they want to raise their vibration. They say, what should I eat? What sup supplements should I mm -hmm. take? And that's good. We're gonna, we'll talk a bit about that actually. But I always say the fastest way to raise your vibration is to let go of what's holding it down. Mm -hmm. Because as a soul, as an in eternal, infinite spirit that we all really are in truth, our vibration is, uh, is freaking high, high as a kite. Um, it, so it's like it's natural for our vibration to be extremely high. It's, it's us and our conditioning that that lowers it down, which is an unnatural sort of way. It sort of like contradicts the, the true nature of us. So if you really want to raise your frequency, it's like a, a hot air balloon that's sort of tied down so it doesn't just lift off. And once you cut the ties, it lifts off. So, so deep healing, it's like, well, what, what does that mean? What is it? So what's your, what's your idea of deep healing, love? I haven't really let you talk that much. Oh, well, my idea of deep healing, like what, what do you Well, do you so mean? basically like, both Patty and I for many years have made it a priority to throughout the year do bouts of deep healing where we really go deep within ourselves and explore consciousness and, and heal fragmented parts of us like with the whether it's through ayahuasca or meditation or like that's what i'm talking okay. about okay okay yeah would you agree it's important to of course of course yeah. it's, it's that's like the fastest way to get a burst in your vibration yeah I would well say. because you release the trauma that you're holding on to you know and and trauma and um 
just negative emotions in general, they weigh you down physically and energetically. Mm -hmm. Um, so of course that's like the, um, a very important thing. So for me, um, before I started, uh, before we met, I was in therapy. So that was like one way that I started to do deep healing work for growth. Um, and now I like to work with, um, ayahuasca and, um, other plant medicines, but there's, um, other things too, that I've been doing recently that, um, don't involve plant medicine, um, to do deep healing. And they're really, um, they're really not, uh, things that you would expect to, to get healing from, but I, I do. So, um, dancing, you know, that's, um, I find that, um, through dancing for me, the, um, just the physical movement helps release tension in my body and, um, uh, thoughts come in my head. And sometimes it's like, you look stupid doing that. Don't do that. I'll be alone and I'll tell myself that I look stupid dancing, doing what I'm doing, Hmm. you know? And so then I, think about that. And I start working with that and, and go from there. And I start to say, you know, like, what is this inner judge saying? Why is this judge telling me this thing? And, um, so that's a really powerful way for me to, um, so like the dancing breeds Mm -hmm. aware, it bring, it makes you increases your awareness. It sounds like almost like when one meditates, you become aware of your thoughts and Mm -hmm. then you're like, Oh wow, I'm I'm dysfunctional Mm -hmm. or I'm thinking this. And, and then you sort of, you take whatever emerges and then you sort of explore that it sounds like so you're not just dancing aimlessly Mm -hmm. you're there's a process that you sort of connect it to it yeah that's good i really enjoy um i really love to dance that's something that i just love to do and um the uh at my women's retreat i did something i called freedom movement and the purpose of that was to release the inner judge inside you. Because when you're dancing and moving in front of people, that's a huge trigger for a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I find that that is a trigger when I'm alone in my in our room, you know, dancing as well. So um, that's a really powerful way to release your inner judge and start to really become aware of um, the things that are... Um, going on beneath the surface yeah yeah Mm -hmm. well that's good i I like that you brought that up because it's an unconventional thing to do i've never even heard of that (laughs) um but that really goes to show that there's that there's so many ways to do it but the important thing is is to do it Mm -hmm. you know i figure like i would say my the first 18 years of my life i didn't willingly do any deep work at all whatsoever Mm -hmm. i started kind of young because i had the drug addiction Mm -hmm. so i started doing like you i started doing deep work at a pretty young age at 18 at 18 Mm -hmm. I started doing a lot of deep work. Um, but I would say a lot of people probably, let's say you had something like that, went a good portion of their life without ever consciously choosing to go into their darkness mm-hmm. and say, what's what's here? What what can we heal? What can we let go of? But mm-hmm. if you just, uh, but ever since, for us, we've made it part of our life. It, yeah. It's something we do. And we might look at it as it's like normal for us now, but it's something certainly worth mentioning because it is, in my opinion, the absolute fastest way yeah. to uh, to raise your vibration and improve and transform your life. But we're going to move on because we have other things. Yeah. So. Um, I just want to add that there's another thing too that you can do that's kind of unconventional is like art therapy. 
there's like people yeah. that do that, you know? So there's many different there's options of ways. that you can do. That's not just sitting and meditating that really allow for you to, um, do deep work and not have to see a therapist Yeah, and not use plant medicine if that doesn't resonate. Yeah. A lot of it folks, just real quick, give you a little practical advice. I would give my coaching clients. A lot of it's just intention. Mm -hmm. Like I would, I would teach all my clients what I would call the why meditation. And it sounds kind of cool. Like, what's that? And it, but they were always a little bit disappointed initially because I would tell them all it really is is you always just ask why. So it's like you're, if you wake up and you're depressed or you have someone says something and it triggers you, you just say why. You just say why am I triggered? Why am I really triggered? What inside of me needs to be healed that's correlating with this experience? You just keep asking why. Mm -hmm. And you almost like put out there into the universe this desire, this genuine desire to discover why you're feeling unresolved or conflict or heaviness or low vibrational emotions in your existence. And, and then you attract the solution, whether it's a thought that pops in your head or some kind of synchronicity or a TV show comes on that it's relevant for you or a book comes on in the mail and it's mm -hmm. telling you what you need to hear. Um, it's, a lot of it's just the intention to go deep. And then you'll, you'll, you'll attract into your, not only the solution, but you'll also probably find yourself attracting into your life things that resonate with you, that work for you, whether it's the dancing methodology mm -hmm. or ayahuasca mm -hmm. or QHHT or whatever. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it's just intention. But we'll yeah. move on, even though that's, a, that's an important one, in my opinion. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, I've said that several times, the deep work. but Yeah. Well, we have a lot more points than normal today, yeah. so we have to... We'll get going here. Yeah. So number two is I wrote down purify your life, which is in a, in a sense what I mean is declutter, like feng shui or minimalism. Like that can go a long way with not only simplifying your external life, but if you've ever cleaned out your closet or, or a garage or a basement or something, if you have basements, there's a feeling in your body that you get, even though it's like it's it's nice to have the space in your for practical purposes. There's a, a you, you can I I can I can yeah, literally feel too. vibrationally a lightness and an expansiveness and like an inner freedom. Like I not only created space in my basement, but I also created space in my body, in my aura, in my frequency, mm -hmm. and it's something you can actually feel. Yeah, well, there it's it's symbolic. You know, you're getting rid of the things physically in your garage or your closet or whatever that you don't need anymore. Right. And so you're really, you know, freeing your physical body as well. You know, we yeah. were actually talking with Aaron um, about that and how like, um, you know, your your house. And the way that it is, is like a real direct reflection of your inner world. So if your house is really cluttered, then you might be someone that is likes to hold on to things, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, when you Or just have a lot of inter internal clutter. Yeah, yeah. And so when you declutter your house, you know, it's, it's uh, you're literally ridding your physical body uh, energetically of the things that don't serve you. Yeah, I would say especially if, if the people listening, whoever's listening, if there's something you've been putting off, like maybe your closet or something, something yeah. in your life that's really getting out of hand. Like right now is my office. Yeah. We, well, we, it's we, our, wrap, it's, we wrap presents and stuff in my office, so there's a bunch of boxes and stuff. Yeah. And, and it drives me crazy, but I'm going to definitely, Yeah, today's kind of a day off, but t tomorrow I'm going to yeah. declutter. It's funny because um, we've been in this house for like almost, for like a year and a half now. And mm -hmm. we, we just realized like, wow, we've accumulated a lot of things that we don't need. Yeah. You know, and I think having all the boxes from Christmas and stuff still like in your office and whatever, you know, it's like, 
it's like, okay, it's time. We need to, it's it's time time to do a a clearing. And fortunately I find throughout my life, there are just times where I feel naturally inspired to do this. Mm -hmm. So it's not something I would say you need to force to just go start cleaning up. But, but, uh, if you find yourself like, huh, I think I'd benefit from that. And that's a really beautiful and an effective way to raise vibration. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, number three, (coughs) I wrote down work on your weaknesses. This is another sort of similar to number one, but it's a really great way to, uh, I feel like it's, uh, a lot of times ago when people would reach out and they're like, well, what should I eat? What supplements should I take? Is there a meditation I should do? Those are all things that are great, but I would always try to inquire with them and say, what, like, what, I try to find out what is the thing they're avoiding doing. Mm-hmm. And usually that's the thing, which usually involves some kind of weakness, something that you're not, you're not good at or something you know you should be working on. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's going to give them the biggest payoff. Um, so mine is a gratitude. It's, it's, I know it's embarrassing to say it's a weakness of mine. It's something I have to work at now because I'm so uh, action-oriented and I'm just like, a, I'm always, my mind's always going. I'm always like, I don't know how to even take like a day off really. I don't know how to like rest. Whenever it's time, when I have time to chill, it usually <laughs> in a roundabout way will turn into me doing some kind of like work where mm-hmm. I'm reading or studying or working on myself mm-hmm. or writing or, or I'll shoot a video like, and that's good. But it going it takes forward you all out the time. Of the moment. Yeah, going forward all the time. It's uh, it's, it's not all. It's not all good, and uh, you know, it's a it's a good attribute to have. But like I said, it keeps you out of the moment. And when you're not in the moment, then you don't get the opportunity to appreciate the things that you have already. Yeah, you know, I had like this profound sort of this insight this morning when I was meditating. I would just I was like. Sort of sometimes when I meditate, I'll I'll give myself like hypnotic sort of cues, like I am relaxing rapidly right now. And one of the things I said just it popped in my head is I am becoming. And I was gonna finish that statement. I forgot what I was gonna say in my mind, but it just dawned on me like like what we are, human beings are always in a process of becoming something. Mm-hmm. And if that that so with that logic, then there's I don't know how to even say it. So if that's the case, you're always becoming, there's no point of racing anywhere because you're always going to be becoming or growing or moving towards something. So I, it was sort of a realization that I needed to just be in the moment. Yeah. But anyway, so as so being aware of this, I'm going to actually, I systematically am programming my mind to be grateful. In fact, every day, multiple times throughout the day, and I had this written down all of my office, I asked myself, how can I be more grateful? Mm-hmm. And then when I ask that question, my mind will be drawn to things that like, like I, I said a, a minute, a few minutes ago, my mind, and I noticed this, this computer, I'm like, oh, I have, a, I have a new computer. That's exciting. I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. And then earlier I said, and I, I looked up and there's a picture of my children. I, yeah. I focused on my middle one or the Sebastian, the youngest one. And I was like, huh, there's a reason to be grateful. So it's just about, you know, taking proactive measures to work on a weakness. So how about you, love? Yeah, so... um, You don't have any weaknesses, do you? No, I'm absolutely perfect. Well, um, of course, everyone is perfect as they are, but um, my my biggest challenge, I don't like to say weakness, but um, uh, is self-care. And um, one of the reasons why I uh, have that as a challenge is because I don't um, take the time to... 
um, give myself all the self-love that I deserve and need. And so um, for me, I am you know, starting the new year with, uh, with intentions of every morning um, doing self-love affirmations. Um, and, um, one of the things that I have always sort of struggled with is, um, uh, body image issues and things like that. Um, and, um, months ago, my teacher said that, uh, ayahuasca told her to stare at herself naked for 30 seconds every day. And so I'm going to start doing that. I did that this Wasn't morning. There, didn't she also say to say nice things to yourself? Yeah, yeah. It's what the okay. So the point is, you look at your naked body in the mirror, and you say not one negative thing. You say only positive things, and um, you do it out loud verbally. Um, I didn't this morning. I would, but I think that there's. I mean, obviously, there's power in that, um, but. Uh, you know, even if it's like, damn, I look good today or whatever, you know, it's like just, um, you know, you focus on whatever it is that you can look at on your body and um, love and just send love to your body. Your physical body is its own entity. And when you're not fully loving your body and giving it the things that it needs, especially energetically, because you can put all the good foods and all the good things inside your body, but if you're energetically putting negativity towards your body, it's not going to respond well. That's why we have autoimmune diseases where our body physically attacks itself, you know, yeah. because it's like, you know, we wonder why these things are happening, but it's because we don't fully love our bodies the way that we should. So that's my biggest uh, challenge or weakness, and that is some of the ways I'm working on that. Beautiful. I like it. That's, yeah. uh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Do you? Cause your face, you're like looking around the room and your face was, like... I, I had a reason for doing that. I can't remember why Okay. I was going to go off on a tangent, but I chose not to, okay. but no, I think the important <laughs> thing is like, it's like, it's, uh, raising your vibration, improving your life, yada, yada. It's a very individual thing yeah. that people do different things at different times. Yeah. I also think that it's important to find what your weakness is is and then understand that positive things are coming from that you know because when you take your weakness and you start working on that that's when you know you're doing healing you're doing deep work by just doing those things you know it's like it's yeah. really powerful yeah and it's it's also nice to know it's just a constant work in progress like yeah. you don't have to like I think I know what me earlier on. I, I think a lot of people, it's common when you're like a new spiritual seeker. You want to get to the prize, get to the answer, get to the enlightenment, get to the healing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it really is just a process of constant self improvement. Mm -hmm. And like Tony Robbins says, like, why don't you, like, we have this process that he taught us how to organize your the driving forces in your life. Like, for example, currently I'm going towards a gratitude as i said contribution love focus health humility passion achievement freedom faith those kind of things and he basically you make like a list like 15 different things and the order you put them in is, is very important because if you're prioritizing uh, a discipline that's number 13 for me um if that's my number one my one number one thing well i might uh yeah, I might, uh, you know, I'd have a lack of gratitude. That was kind of my problem before mm -hmm. I was sort of switched around. But the point is he would say like, make your list, but don't think you got to like, be, you know, 
like the whole, we went to this whole event, this Tony Robbins event. It was six days, very intense, like 15 hour days sometimes. They're like three in the morning. It was crazy. And it all built up. It all built towards this one like two hour period where we had to kind of rewrite our script. And, and a big part of it was this list I just shared. And he was talking to the crowd because he knows that people like they paid all this money. Now it's like they've, they've worked all this time for this, this sort of this is like the, the thing. So people want to get the list right. You know, mm. they don't want to mess it up. And he was like, listen, it doesn't matter. You're not going to mess it up. What you're doing now is you're, you're going to do your best here and just try this list on for a while and then see how it fits. And then, you know, next year you can, you can do this on your own. You can sort of modify your list. So it's like working on your weakness. It's not, it shouldn't be done with this urgency to, to, cl to clear yourself 100%. It's like, well, right now, what would I benefit most from working on? Well, maybe yeah. it's gratitude. And then, you know what? Hopefully, I can integrate that over the course of the year or a few months. And then it's like, okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll probably inevitably start lacking in some other area. And then I'll say, okay, I'll start focusing on that. Yeah. So it's just like having this, this like, uh, you know, this casual, joyful attitude as you just constantly tweak yourself rather than doing it out of this desperation. Yeah. So just a little word of the wise for, yeah. for people. Yeah, well, we're always changing and evolving. So what's right for us right now might not be right for us in two, three, four months from now. Yeah. So it's, it's you know. So number seven, I'm going to switch the order. This is the seventh one I wrote down, but it's like we're on like number okay. four or five. I wrote down, shake what your mama gave you. <laughs> and what I meant by that, because I, I was like, I was shaking around the room and I thought I should, I should mention this. What I mean is moving your body. It, we, our bodies literally are not meant to just sit around all day. Mm -hmm. but, our, but our current sort of society, it's become so normal for the majority of people to literally move hardly at all. Right. Uh, but, and, and especially the people who are very sedentary, I, I guarantee you if you make it like a New Year resolution or something to go out there and walk every day or do some kind of physical movement, you will feel different. You will feel your vibration raise within minutes. Yeah. And this is something that me and Patty, we haven't done it in a while, but for a good part of our relationship, especially since we had kids, we would have this almost daily habit of going on a walk. We'd yeah. have the stroller, we'd have the dogs. And man, I would uh I could be in such a frenzy, both of us. It's mm -hmm. sort of a you know mental funk or a frenzy or a low vibration. Yeah. Because it fluctuates. But then these walks would just they would just lighten us up. They would lighten our vibration up. Our, you can tell the nature of our discussions would really, uh, we would always say it's almost like our higher selves are talking to one another. Mm -hmm. They became such high vibe conversations. And it was just because we got out there and moved around. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that. <coughs> we should start doing that. After, like, uh, you know, after we drop off Bash at school. Yeah. In the morning. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down, man. Yeah. Um, but we move anyway. We, we, we work yeah, out. We, yes. We're going to go to the gym after this, both of us. But even still, we used to work out then then just as much, you know. And there was something very powerful about those walks. There, it was a, a necessity because mm -hmm. we are at that time. And so a lot of the audience might be right now too. And we were in a huge transitional period. Yeah. And that transition brought about a lot of a lot of nerves, a lot of intense yeah. emotion. Very, we were very. I was very. I was very up and down emotionally, yeah. and I could, I can go into these real dark places because our life was just so unstable. Right. And I and I had to succeed. I had to 
sort of stay productive and on top of my game, but it was so hard. It was so challenging because yeah. of the situation. Yeah. Um, but the walks were like a, a lifeline for me. Yeah. Even if it was the only part <laughs> of our day that was, uh, like good, you stable know, positive and, and stable. Yeah. And yeah, we would, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, still really beautiful to do that. So yeah. So shape what your mama gave you, my friends. Um, and let's see, we have a few more here. This next one I wrote, eat for energy and clarity. And this is, a, I'm going to expand on what I mean by this. This, this is kind of helping me. Um, I grew up associating food with comfort and pleasure and even eventually escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a and lot I of think pe- a lot of people do. They yeah. do, of course, yeah. But I was watching this YouTube video with this guy I like to watch. His name is Stefan Polarios, I think. He's a he created this thing called Project Life Mastery. He's like a you know like a life mastery hack kind of guy, mm-hmm. and he's got all this good information. He lives a very healthy lifestyle, and he said what helped him a lot. He was he was a YouTube video about what what he eats, and he said what really made it kind of a no brainer for him is to just just simply change his association with food. And he said for him, it was the same thing. He associated food with comfort and pleasure. And now he associates food. He eats food, not for the purpose of comfort and pleasure, but for the purpose of energy and clarity. And when you, when you just when you look at food in that way, then it, it just, it's, it's like natural to eat food that make you feel really, really good. Mm-hmm. But you can really dramatically inc- increase your vibration in a, in a you can heal your body. You can do mm-hmm. miraculous things when you just start putting in healthy foods into your body every day. Now, that's going to specifically, that's going to be different for everybody. We're all, as a personal trainer, the one thing I realized is that everybody's freaking different. Mm-hmm. All these people out here, they want to say you should, people will find something that works for them and, and try to preach it to all their friends and family. But it's like everyone's different. You got to find yeah. what really resonates with you that makes you feel clear, energized, and, and vibrant and healthy. And eat a lot of those foods. Yeah. Yeah, everybody is different. So, you know, what works for you doesn't work for me and what and vice versa. Yeah. You know, um <coughs> doing my um my plant diets really helps with that because I I have to omit a lot of foods and especially like salt and um <coughs> And salt's not a bad thing. Well, <coughs> basically flavors, <laughs> you know, so I have to eat only the foods that are, um, natural, very clean. <laughs> Excuse yeah. Me. While you're coughing, I'll share a little bit about kind of what I eat briefly. So lately I've been eating out a lot and stuff because it's been the holiday. We went out last night and it's been the holidays and stuff. So I've been not been eating really healthy, but tri- typically what I, what I do at least what I'm going to be doing and, and was doing prior to the holidays is I intermittent fast, which means I don't eat until usually like two or three or four o'clock, mm-hmm. nothing but black coffee a little bit. And that puts me in the fasted state, which is very good for many different, um, I'm not going to get into the details and go on this whole tangent, but yeah. it's really good for your body and makes you feel very clear and focused and energized. Mm-hmm. And then I will break my fast with a juice. I, I do like a juice and I try to put a lot of greens. I do a whole bunch of, uh, kale mm-hmm. in addition to like an apple carrot cucumber lemon etc yeah. and then i'll have a big smoothie with fruit and spinach and healthy fats like coconut oil or mct oil and some protein powder <laughs> um and then beyond that i'll have like my big meal which will be like a big salad plus a starch you know i'll get some protein 
just my big meal and then usually a snack after that mm-hmm. and that's like a lot a ton of healthy nutritious foods every day yeah and i and i would i feel great when i do that yeah i have, i feel really good when i'm in diet because i'm eating like i don't it's easier for me just to eat raw vegetables than it is for me to like cook my food and then cook food for you and then cook food for the kids and do all that stuff. So um, I definitely notice my body loves to eat the raw vegetables and it feels really good yeah. to have like the, um, you know, like raw juices. Eating and, a lot of living food is very beneficial. Yeah. 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 That'll and, really, that'll skyrocket your vibration mm-hmm. for people who've never tried that. Yeah. Not that you have to go all raw like we did for a while, but if you eat like you know, 30, 40, 50, 60% raw, mm-hmm. just like fruits and vegetables and stuff, yeah. you'll feel amazing. Yeah. Your skin will look good. You'll have tons of energy. You'll feel clear-headed. Mm-hmm. Very high vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so this is all common sense. People know that. They're like, all right, move on. We know we should be eating healthy. But maybe sometimes, as Brandon Bashard says, sometimes common sense is not common practice. So it's, I think it bears repeating, these, yeah. these exercise and diet. Yeah. Um, okay, and then I, I wrote down here, have fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of spiritual people are boring. They don't have fun, man. They don't party. They don't. They don't. I don't see them laughing a lot. Uh, that I've met, a lot of them mm-hmm. become very serious, all about spiritual progress, mm-hmm. and oh, I gotta follow all these rules I set for myself to live a spiritual lifestyle. And that's right. cool, man. It's good to pursue the spirituality. Obviously, I'm mm-hmm. into that. But sometimes, in my opinion, the most spiritual thing you can do, the most high vibe thing you can do, is, is have fun. Yeah, laugh. Yeah, like when me, you, and Aaron and Lior get together, we don't talk. We re- almost never talk about spirituality, spirituality or anything. We just laugh, we joke, we kid around, we tell, we don't really tell formal jokes, but we're just very playful and silly. Next time and just we have see a lot of all fun. them, I'm going to tell a knock knock joke just so we can say we tell jokes. Okay. That's what <laughs> you feel inspired to do. But yeah, just, just have some fun. I remember. There was one time I had this, I've, I've told this story before, so I'll kind of whip through it, but this, at this time we were living in our RV, our camper, and I was, uh, I got it in my head that it's a full moon, I'm going to fast for the full moon. Oh, yeah. And that night, there was a new episode of uh, Game of Thrones on, mm-hmm. and you had cracked open a bottle of wine. Because I was like, I want, I'm going to have some wine, I'm yeah. not fasting. And you're like eating this big meal, and I was like, I was feeling so uptight so stressed out stressed out so i was like because it was just a mental thing that decided to fast it's a spiritual thing that should of course fasting during the full moon in theory would make you more high vibe more more joyful more expansive but because it was just it was not fun for me at the time Mm -hmm. and what my soul wanted it was play a little bit yeah and eventually i finally realized that dude i'm i'm miserable i'm stressed out i'm irritable i'm having a horrible time this is stupid Mm. so i said screw it i had a (laughs) glass of wine and i i started to eat and man i felt amazing and it wasn't because i got a buzz from the wine it was because i was finally in alignment with like the fact that my soul didn't come here just to fast all the time it came here to like experience life Mm -hmm. and that sometimes includes having fun so we had a great night and i felt i could literally feel my vibration way higher even though i was drinking these toxic wines or whatever (laughs) and eating food it was like no that's what my soul needed is to oh to let loose Mm -hmm. relax have fun and that put me in a high vibe state yeah i think that um it's really important to look at the energetic um resonance behind what you choose to do 
Yes. You know, because if you are drinking wine because you're stressed out, that's going to lower your or vibration. Or out of habit or, or because yes. you craved it. Yes. Um, then that's going to lower your vibration. But if you're drinking wine because you enjoy the taste of wine and you're, um, you know, having that experience in a joyful way, it's going to be a different energetic experience, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, I personally don't feel alcohol is all bad. Um, if you're doing it in the right kind of way. And we're not even saying drink alcohol. That was just an, an yeah, analogy. That was just that, and it's more lot, about like well, what, what makes you let loose and have fun. It doesn't have to be a substance. It could no. be like dancing. <laughs> yeah. Like I have fun going to the park with the kids. Yeah. Me and Aaron have fun just hanging out at the gym. We go to the, we go to work out and it's like, we just joke around all the time, you know, <laughs> just chill. Yeah, we go out. To, we go out to eat. And we love that. Mm-hmm. So just yeah, make time for fun, man. It's uh, life is short. Yes. And lastly, getting more serious now is uh, forgiveness. I think the other day, in fact, was it, it was yesterday? Yesterday, mm-hmm. I was in the I was uh, I was in the sauna, and I was talking to my friend Aaron Dowdy, and this guy, a few like seats over, he shushed us, <laughs> and he said, "Can you please keep it down." And it pissed me off so much. <laughs> it, it triggered the crap out of me, I admit. Because for one, there's no, there's like no sign. You're allowed to talk in there. You're yeah. just being kind of an asshole. But anyway, it, it didn't serve me to feel resentful. And like I felt so charged up and mad. I just wanted to like, it was like where I was like thinking about all the things I should have said to this guy. And it was just that racy, heavy, disorienting, resentment-fueled, uh, you know, streams of thought were just streaming through my mind rapidly. And it made me realize just how toxic resentment is of mm-hmm. any kind. Just that that energy of being upset or resisting something that happened, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I could have said, well, that guy was out of line. He was he was this and that. He had no right. It doesn't matter what, what the situation was. It was like that energy is not helping me regardless. Right. You can't change what happened. Can't mm-hmm. change what things people did to you. So one of the fastest ways, in my opinion, to raise your vibration is to forgive those that wronged you, mm-hmm. especially if you if you find yourself thinking about it a lot and ruminating about it. Yeah, or also you know forgiving yourself too. You know, yes. I did a lot of things when I was younger that I um, had a lot of resentment towards myself. Like, man, that was so stupid. I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do that? You know, like guilt, maybe and guilt about it. And yeah, shame, all kinds of oh, things. Yeah. And those feelings are literally toxic to your body, you know, and they literally are. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you cr- have those energetic underlying emotions, you will attract situations that will create more of that. Yes. So it's important to forgive yourself, to forgive others and just and know that you're by forgiving someone who wronged you or forgiving yourself for something that you did, you're freeing yourself and you're bringing up your vibration to a point where you can start attracting things that you don't need to forgive people for. I very very rarely come in contact with um, situations that are unpleasant, you know, for me, I went to, um, I'm going to share a little story. Um, I, uh, 
this last weekend, my niece got married. So I flew to uh, Michigan to be there for her wedding. And um, I was at the Vegas airport and I was just uh, checking a bag. And the woman in front of me was literally yelling at the woman behind the desk, like behind the thing, like checking that was checking her bag. And I was just in awe. I was like, I couldn't believe that. And um, when I went up to the counter, I was like, I'm sorry that you, you know, had to deal with that. And I was like, I'm going to do my best to be very pleasant for you, you know. And I tried to, I was like, you're doing a great job. And I thought this line went so fast. And I was just telling her all these nice things. And um, when I left and was like sitting and waiting, I was thinking about that because I saw the woman who was yelling at her, she was on my flight, happened to be on my flight. And I was thinking, you know, what caused her to have that situation? You know, like both of them attracted that into their life, you know? And um, I found, I was like, man, it's so powerful when you, um, you know, put kindness out. And you, I just, that lady was so nice to me even though she was all pissed off about the lady in front of me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I, I just, um, I don't know if that story uh, helped or whatever, you know, was uh, in alignment, but I think I found it to be a very powerful experience. And also it helped me to look at things mm-hmm. from my perspective and their perspective too. Cause I was like, you don't know what other people are going through, why right. someone might be rude to you. She may have been flying to Vegas for a funeral. We don't know. Yeah. You know, you have no idea what people are going through. So, um, you know, it's really just, um, important to understand that we, you know, everyone's from different walks of life and we all have different things that are going on and that we know nothing about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've also found that that uh, you, I believe, and it seems this way in my experience that we attract those. We attract what you put out, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you a little a little precursor to what happened at the gym. I, I when that happened to me, and that almost never happened to me. I, I almost never find myself in in like a conflict, like a random conflict with a stranger. Mm-hmm. It almost never happens. Um, so I, I, I usually do have a pretty forgiving heart. I don't, I, I, I don't allow myself to just hold on to resentments and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I don't normally attract that, but I did and I owned it. And I, I believe it was because the night before I got some nasty email and I, I never, at least I haven't in years, I almost never respond to them. And I didn't respond in a negative way, but I responded like defending myself to this person. <laughs> and when I sent that email, I knew it was so stupid. I was like, dude. I could just tell because of the energy I had as I was responding, it was that of resentment. And, and I'm going to tell them what's up, what's up and how things really are. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it was very, it was very polite. It wasn't rude at all, but it was just my intention behind it was, it was, I, I lost control of myself a little bit there. Um, and, and then they responded and it was like, I was like, oh man, I, I knew I, I put this in motion basically mm-hmm. instead of just ignoring it and forgiving. Um, and then of course the very next day when this never happens is one guy just happens to shush, shush me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and it was just like, wow, I, how quickly we can start to be a magnet for those types of energies. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's a very, yeah, but I'd say like the resentment and then guilt, those are so 
low vibration. Those energies are so low vibe, man, mm-hmm. that if you can like do a couple of things, it's, it's to forgive others and forgive yourself and make peace and try to accept everything that the way it is. Mm-hmm. And that in itself can avoid a lot of, you know, avoid a lot of learning lessons basically mm-hmm. and, and keep you at a pretty high vibe. Yeah. Where like you, like you even, and then what happens is you, you can, it's not that you like ascend into the new dimension. It's like, no, you just don't happen to attract. You just, you sort of miss circumstances that are like that. Even though they're going on around you, like you, you happen to witness one right in front of you. But you, with that same woman, had a completely different experience, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Whereas somebody else in the sauna might have had that same guy talking to them earlier and they had this great conversation. But I, because I had that resentment energy in me, aligned with that particular aspect of that guy in that exact moment. Mm -hmm. And so it's all about the... You get what you put out. Yeah. So put out good stuff. Put out love. Be kind. Forgive. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I would say if you did even half of the things we said, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna live such a high vibe life, man. You're gonna feel so good and so different. Yeah. And these are all things we we all the things we share are things we try our very best to live, and we're not perfect. And we, as I confessed just yesterday, made I sort of like was in a lapse in judgment, mm-hmm. and you know I had to learn something there. But we do our best and we have been doing our best with these things for many years and our life has just gotten so good. Mm-hmm. Our life has been on the up and up and improving and expanding in all ways um, as we do these things. So yes. it, it works. Yeah. So anyways, my friends, happy new year. Yes, happy it's, it's, new uh, year. We feel so blessed to have you in our life and yeah. it's been an amazing year and we look forward to 2020 being with you here every week. Thank you so much. Yes. Much love to you all. Namaste. Namaste.